0: No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible.
1: Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we see where Israel's husband is the Lord. She will forget the shame of her youth and be fruitful. Her covenant of peace will not be removed, but she will be glorious in the future. We hope you join us as Pastor Daryl continues in Isaiah chapter 54, On simply the Bible.
0: Isaiah 53 was all about the salvation brought to Israel and to all mankind through the Lord's suffering servant who would bear all our sins. Chapter 54 naturally follows because it is all about God's eternal covenant of peace with Israel. She is the wife of Yahweh. She had been unfaithful, but now God would restore her. Isaiah chapter 54, sing, O barren, you who have not born, break forth into singing and cry aloud, you who have not labored with child, for more are the children of the desolate than the children of the married woman, says the Lord. Enlarge the place of your tent and let them stretch out the curtains of your dwellings. Do not spare, lengthen your cords, and strengthen your stakes, for you shall expand to the right and to the left, and your descendants will inherit the nations and make the desolate cities inhabited. There are times when the most important response is to sing. Times of answered prayer, times of blessing, times of the restoration of a lost relationship. These are all times to sing for joy. Because Judah had rejected the Lord, because she had played the harlot with other gods, God had set her aside for a time. She was 70 years in Babylon. These were years of barrenness. But now God would restore her as his wife, and she would be fruitful again in her homeland. In fact, in the future, her children would number even more than ever before. She would have to enlarge the place of her tent to make room for all her children. That is, she would have to expand her territory. It is interesting that in Joshua's day, God originally gave the children of Israel 300,000 square miles in the land of Canaan. But even at the zenith of the nation, under the reigns of David and Solomon, The most land they ever occupied was about 30,000 square miles. But in the millennial kingdom, they will occupy all of the land that God gave them. Now, there would be an immediate and partial fulfillment of this prophecy when the people return to Judah from Babylonian captivity. But the ultimate and complete fulfillment will occur after Jesus Christ returns at the end of the age and establishes his kingdom reign. Then the children of Israel will multiply to inherit the nations and inhabit the desolate cities. Do not fear, for you will not be ashamed, neither be disgraced, for you will not be put to shame, for you will forget the shame of your youth." And will not remember the reproach of your widowhood any more, For your maker is your husband. The Lord of hosts is his name. And your redeemer is the Holy One of Israel. He is called the God of the whole earth. For the Lord has called you like a woman forsaken and grieved in spirit. Like a youthful wife when you were refused, says your God. For a mere moment I have forsaken you. But with great mercies I will gather you. With a little wrath I hid my face from you for a moment. But with everlasting kindness I will have mercy on you, says the Lord, your Redeemer. The future glory of Israel will far surpass the disgrace of her being forsaken by the Lord. She will forget the shame of her lustful days of her youth when she was an unfaithful wife the Lord would again be a husband to her. The metaphor of Israel being an unfaithful wife to Yahweh was spoken of by Jeremiah and Ezekiel. The prophet Hosea was told to marry a prostitute who would then be unfaithful to him, and this was to be a testimony against the people of their infidelity. The Lord would divorce the northern kingdom of Israel, But he would have mercy on the southern kingdom of Judah and restore her to himself. Now, the Lord identifies himself here as the God of the whole earth. That's important to note because he is not only the God of Israel, the entire earth will worship him, every knee will bow, every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Now, you may not like that, but there's really nothing you can do about it except to choose to worship him now and be saved or wait until later and be lost. The Lord forsook Israel for a mere moment. The first time this mere moment lasted for 70 years until they returned from Babylonian captivity. But since the destruction of Jerusalem in 70 AD, this mere moment of God turning His face away from His people has been nearly 2,000 years. But in comparison to an eternity of favor with God, it is still yet a mere moment. With everlasting kindness, He will have mercy on His wife, Israel. Likewise, because we are God's children, we may also have to experience His discipline. Such times do not seem pleasant, but painful. However, afterward, God's discipline yields the peaceable fruit of righteousness in those who have been trained by it. In the end, these light and momentary afflictions are not even worthy to be compared to the everlasting weight of glory that we will receive. So keep that in mind the next time the Lord disciplines you. He may hide his face from you for a moment, but then with everlasting kindness, he will have mercy on you. Verse 9. For this is like the waters of Noah to me. For as I have sworn that the waters of Noah would no longer cover the earth, so have I sworn that I would not be angry with you nor rebuke you. For the mountains shall depart and the hills be removed, but my kindness shall not depart from you, nor shall my covenant of peace be removed, says the Lord who has mercy on you. What an amazing promise. Now, God made a promise to Noah that he would never again flood the entire earth with water, and he gave the rainbow as that perpetual reminder. Likewise, he has sworn that he will never again be angry with Israel or rebuke her. Even when the mountains are moved from their places, as will happen during the Great Tribulation, he will never remove his kindness from Israel or his covenant of peace." O you afflicted one, tossed with tempest and not comforted. Behold, I will lay your stones with colorful gems and lay your foundations with sapphires. I will make your pinnacles of rubies, your gates of crystal, and all your walls of precious stones. All your children shall be taught by the Lord, and great shall be the peace of your children. In righteousness you shall be established. You shall be far from oppression, for you shall not fear and from terror, for it shall not come near you. Indeed, they shall surely assemble, but not because of me. Whoever assembles against you shall fall for your sake. Now think of all that Israel has endured since rejecting Jesus Christ, the destruction of their temple and of Jerusalem, then being scattered throughout the nations, the Inquisition, the Holocaust, Arab hostility, and anti-Semitism throughout the world that continues to the present day. How God's chosen ones have indeed been tossed with tempest and not comforted. But God will lay her stones with colorful gems and her foundations with sapphires. He will make her pinnacles of rubies and her gates of crystal. Such extravagance! Now this was never fulfilled when the Babylonian captives returned to Jerusalem, but it will be fulfilled in the New Jerusalem. In Revelation 21, verse 2, we are told that the New Jerusalem comes down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And the foundations and wall of the city will be adorned with all kinds of precious stones. All her children at that time shall be taught by the Lord, and great will be their peace. How would you like to have the Lord Jesus as your child's personal tutor? Imagine what that would be like. We, on the other hand, have taken God out of the public schools. We have removed his word and prayer. In effect, we have said, we don't want you in the lives of our children. When our country was founded, the New England Primer was the standard textbook for teaching reading in our public schools. It taught the ABCs with biblical concepts and scripture. But now we have canceled God, the Bible, and prayer from our schools and replaced them with critical race theory, gender identity, and sex outside of marriage as an acceptable practice. And what is the result? Do our children live in peace? Hardly, Our schools are filled with drugs, alcohol, sex between opposite gender and same-gender couples, pornography, rape, violence, and murder, even mass murder. But in the millennial kingdom, the children will be taught by the Lord and established in righteousness. No wonder everyone will then be far from oppression and fear. And the enemies of Israel will fall before them. Behold, I have created the blacksmith who blows the coals in the fire, who brings forth an instrument for his work. And I have created the spoiler to destroy. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue which rises against you in judgment, you shall condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord and their righteousness is from me says the lord now this is quite a statement god says i have created the spoiler to destroy god will use everything even the enemy the evil one satan for his ultimate purpose but he said no weapon that's formed against you will prosper now he's speaking here of the nation of israel And even though they would go through hardship and enemies would come against them, yet it would not ultimately prosper. And the tongues which would rise against them in judgment, they would ultimately condemn. Now, God says this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. So I believe it's not only for Israel, but for all the servants of the Lord. And their righteousness is from me, says the Lord. Just as with Israel, their righteousness did not come from themselves. They were far from righteous. Neither does our righteousness come from ourselves. It is the gift of God through believing in Jesus Christ. We are not justified by our own works of the law, but we are credited the righteousness of Christ when we trust in him. And then we have this wonderful promise. No matter what happens to us, no weapon formed against us will prosper and the Lord will ultimately condemn those tongues that rise against us. That is our glorious heritage as servants of the Lord.
1: You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. That's calvarytv.org. If you have any questions or comments, please contact us through our website. To listen to previous episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our podcast on iTunes or Spotify and please leave us a review. Tomorrow we will see that Isaiah invites all who are thirsty to come and drink. God will make an everlasting covenant. His word is like the rain and shall not return void. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the book of Isaiah on Simply the Bible.